Agitivach, Agityar, this year sponsored on behalf of Daily Giving, which is an amazing opportunity to connect every single day of one's life to the mitzvah of tzedakah. Now, during the Asar Simei Tshuva, when we hope we're at least benonim, every mitzvah is so valuable. Please go to dailygiving.org and join today. So in Gedalia follows immediately after Rosh Hashanah. How odd! What is the connection between Tzoyim Gedalia and Rosh Hashanah? Is it just coincidental that Gedalia was assassinated the day after Rosh Hashanah? In fact, historically, the Beis Yosef brings an opinion that Gedalia was actually assassinated on Rosh Hashanah. But we can't, we can't fast on Rosh Hashanah, so it's pushed off. There are Paiskim that say Tzoyim Gedalia always has the status of a Nidcha. But what's the connection between why does Hashkacha have it that right after Rosh Hashanah, we fast for the assassination of Gedaliah. There were many great Torah leaders and Tamil Chachamim who were killed and murdered, and we don't have a national day of mourning for them. Why specifically Gedaliah? Gedaliah is not a well-known personality. If not for Tzom Gedaliah, perhaps many would never even have heard of him. What's the connection between Tzom Gedaliah and Rosh Hashanah? Actually, in our humble Sefer, the Darkness and the Dawn, we wrote about this subject. Again, not to be confused with the mystery and the majesty on Yom Naram. This is on the Sefer on the fast days. And we bring four different approaches to understanding the connection between Tzayim Gedalia and Rosh Hashanah. I want to share two of them with you. Firstly, the Marshal Masech the Rosh Hashanah tells us that the tragedy of Tzayim Gedalia was not because it was Gedalia. The tragedy was when it happened. His assassin, Yeshaya, uh, Yishmael, he went to Shul on Rosh Hashanah, and he was davening on Rosh Hashanah, and he was swaying and chuckling, and he probably had thoughts of tshuva. And it's reasonable to assume that Yishmael did not come up with this idea of assassinating Gedaliah the day after Rosh Hashanah. It was probably percolating in his mind throughout Yom Tif, and perhaps during the Tfilais, maybe during the Sanatoikef, he thought, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. But the bottom line is, Yishmael walked out of a Rosh Hashanah and he did not take advantage of Rosh Hashanah. He went through a Rosh Hashanah and he emerged a murderer. And that's a very important lesson, says the Mashal. The lesson of Tzayim Gedalia is the failed opportunity of Rosh Hashanah. The tragedy of Tzayim Gedalia is failing to capitalize on the grand opportunity of Rosh Hashanah. That someone could go through Rosh Hashanah and not take advantage of it. That's the tragedy. The tragedy wasn't that Gedalia was assassinated per se, although that was, that was tragic. The tragedy is a person could go through a Rosh Hashanah and emerge unchanged. And therefore, Chazal have us fast right after Rosh Hashanah to make sure that we come out of a Rosh Hashanah a different person. We don't emerge from Rosh Hashanah the way we came into it. We have to be different coming out of Rosh Hashanah. I saw an amazing approach in a Sefer on the Ta'anesim, which is called Sefer Zikarain, Iyunim the Ta'aniyos, a collection of uh, essays about the Ta'anesim. And this particular mimer was written by Rabbi Stoyakov Yaakov Kraus, the rabbi of Young Israel of Hancock Park, and the Menahel of Tarasemis in Los Angeles. He mentions the following idea. He says, the historically, what happened on Sam Gedalia? Gedalia led the last community, the remnant of the Jewish people that was left in Yushalayim after the destruction of the first base of Mikdash. That was the last She'eris of Klal Yisrael. We know the base of Mikdash 
stood 410 years. And during the time of the first temple, there were many great spiritual gifts, the fire from heaven, the Urim Vatumim, the Arain, the Shechina, the Rach HaKodesh, the second Mesa Mikdash, the Navi Chagai says, the Kavda, it's missing a hay. There are five gifts that were missing from the second Beis HaMikdash that were not present in the first Beis HaMikdash. What's the reason why the second Beis HaMikdash really paled in comparison to the first? The answer is because there was a break. There was a separation between Bayes Risha and Bayes Shani. Those 70 years was a full-fledged break. If Gedalia would never have been assassinated, then it would not have been 410 followed by 70 years of break, followed by 420. It would have been one contiguous Zman of 900 years. 410, 70, 420. 900 years of continuous service, Ta'akadosh Baruch Hu, of Hashras Hashchina. The reason why they were never able to recover in times of Bayashini is because there was a complete hefsik between Bayashrishan and Bayashini. That hefsik was accomplished through the assassination of Gedalia. And once there's a hefsik in Ruchnius, it's very hard to recover. I'll give you the following analogy. The analogy goes like this. The, uh, the great Rabbi Akiva, we know, he went away to learn for 12 years. He came back, he overheard someone saying to his wife, you know, are you out of your mind? You let your husband leave for 12 years. He left you like an amana. And she said, if he would have, if he would listen to me, he would go and learn for another 12 years. And sure enough, that's what he did. He didn't even say hello. He went straight back to the yeshiva. And Rabbi Chaim Shmulevitz asks, why didn't Rabbi Akiva at least come to his wife and say, dear, thank you. I appreciate your Mesiras Nefesh. I'm grateful for for what you did for me. How are our children doing? How was that bar mitzvah you made without me? How was PTA without me? How do you manage to drive all those carpools without me? He said nothing to her. He went straight back to the yeshiva. Why? Why didn't he at least say hello? Says Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. Because if he would have interrupted and gone to his wife and had that conversation, instead of it being 24 years of uninterrupted learning, it would have been 12 years and 12 years. And 12 years and 12 years do not equal 24 consecutive years. And that's a very important lesson in Ruchnias. We have to be very concerned about this when it comes to our Limar HaToyra. Perhaps one Kabbalah that we should try to make for this coming year is that while we're learning, we should disengage from our phones, turn off the phone. Because if a person's in the middle of learning and every moment he's being disturbed by a message, by a email, by a WhatsApp, by a, a text, then that's not really Limanat Torah. It's a minute, two minutes, 30 seconds. It doesn't add up. It's not really learning. Is that learning? It's like you're a, a token tribute to the concept of Limud HaTorah that once existed. How, how much power, how much Kedusha would we add to our learning if we made a Kabbalah that during the Zman of Torah we don't get interrupted by any distraction? But be as it may, when it comes to Ruchnias, it's so important not to have a Hefzik. Because when you have a Hefzik, you can't really recover. And that's what happened by Bayashini. Because Gedalia was assassinated and there was a hefsik between Bayas Rish and Bayashini, we were not really able to restore it in times of Bayashini. Therefore, says Rav Kraus, that's what we're worried about after Rosh Hashanah. We just had a great aliyah over Rosh Hashanah. We were tremendously elevated. But we don't want to lose it. If we let it wither away, if we let it fade and wane, 
and we have to start all over Yom Kippur, it's not going to be e- easy to restore the Madregos we reach on Rosh Hashanah. The lesson of Tzom Gedalia is don't let there be a hefsik in the seven days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur the way there was a hefsik in the 70 years between Bayis Rishon and Bayis Sheni. So Tzom Gedalia is there, as the Marshal says, to remind us of the tragedy not to capitalize on Rosh Hashanah. And it's there, as Rav Kras points out, to alert us to the danger of hefsik in Ruchnius. But if we continue the momentum then we can ensure that Yom Kippur will build on that momentum of Rosh Hashanah. May we be zoicha to that with, with great siyata d'shmaya. If anybody's listening to the shir in Ireland, please contact us, rabbidg.com. Wishing everyone a gemar chasim a good gebenched yar, all the best. That's office at rabbidg.com.